the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. That's exactly what we do. We get to cut up with the people and the organizations that make San Antonio a better place to live. We have two guests in the studio with us. Going to start off with uh, Angie White. She's with Child Advocates of San Antonio. Is there or is just Child Advocate San Antonio, Angie. Child Advocate San Antonio, um, known as CASA. As yeah, well. there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also, she is the president and CEO. And Taz, who has no last name. We're very Could excited. Couldn't afford it. <laughs> it's a shame. We're going to see if we can't help you. Oh, thank uh, you. If people, maybe people will call in and make a pledge well, to get you a last name. Yeah, thank that'll be nice. <laughs> um, and uh, he's with Guardians of the Children, the chaplain and vice president. And this is a fascinating story because, honestly, up until I talked to Angie, I did not know what Guardians of the Children was. And by golly, it's a great story. So, I believe so. Yeah, Guardians of the Children started here in San Antonio in 2006. And now we have 56 chapters across the, the country as well as, uh, I believe, six in Canada. And we're focused on helping uh, kids who have faced child abuse in some fashion and they have a case that they've made an outcry on, and then we help them out. And Angie, there was a reason that you brought Taz in, uh, because there's uh, April is uh, a special month, and March 31st is a special event. That's right. So do me a favor. Let's before we actually let's do that first. Let's do the what first. What's happening in April, and what's happening on March 31st? So April is Child Abuse Prevention Month um, across the nation, actually. And we launched that month with Guardians of the Children when we took this over last year and wanted to do it in partnership. Um, And it's 31st of March. We start at 10 a.m. We're at the old courthouse. It's a wreath-laying ceremony. We talk about child abuse prevention and what the community can do. These are all our children, and we should all be helping them. So we have a pledge. Um, We have some really good speakers. The county judge is coming out to speak. The mayor will be there. Several other county and city members will be there. Kim Abernathy from Child Safe, um, Marta Palaz as well from Domestic Violence, and obviously Tex will be speaking, who is the president of Guardians. And if you've never heard Tex speak, I do not hold a candle to this guy. He is the best. He's got you a little bit of come. passion there. Just, 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 just a, a tad. shad, <laughs> just a tad of passion. And then, and he never prepares. Oh He's my just goodness. like rocks it. I mean, he is <clears throat> utterly compelling and has his own story. Um, so please come out. Everybody is welcome to join us and stand with the city against child abuse prevention. Again, 10 a.m. Friday, March the 31st, the historic courthouse. Bring flowers if you wish. Bring wreaths How if nice. you wish. Yeah, it's it's a sad occasion, but we need to stand together as a community. So tell me, uh, let's take that opportunity to talk about CASA. And how that fits into all this, because I learned so much about CASA two Fridays ago um, and and what you are and what you do. And, and I thought I knew, 
but I, I only knew the tip of the iceberg. So tell us about CASA. So the backbone of CASA is to support children who have been removed from their families and are placed in the custody of the state. Um, sometimes they may be in kinship care, sometimes they may be in residential treatment, but they've been removed from their own homes for abuse or neglect. So what CASA's reason for life is, is to recruit volunteers and we train and support them to walk alongside these children through the journey of their court case. We are oftentimes, our advocates are oftentimes the only person that will stay with them through that whole process. We have a staff that supports advocates and our hope and desire is to serve all the children that need us in Bear County. We're not able to do that yet because we need some more volunteers, but CASA is the only volunteer agency in child welfare that is appointed by a judge to speak in a court for the best interests of that child. So we have a legal appointed piece of work to do, but also we're there you know, to just teach these children that they can trust adults again, because sometimes that is often lost and we, we just need to walk with them and be there for them and all the volunteers we can have, please come alongside us. It doesn't take much time, no. really. And you have told me, too, it's tremendously rewarding. Yes, I was an advocate. Uh -huh. um, I was also a child from the foster system. Um, I was an advocate in Montgomery County near Houston for five years. And, you know, I was working full time. My children were teenagers. It takes 10 to 15 hours. But it is the most rewarding opportunity of volunteerism I've ever had. And I've volunteered alongside abused women and children since my 20s. And I'm a lot older than that now, so it's been a minute. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you, uh, sir. But <laughs> I think it's really important that people, the reward, the reciprocity of just supporting these children and um, what our volunteers get back from it is, it's amazing. I know that uh, during uh, the pandemic, mm. uh, agencies all over Nonprofits uh, that rely on volunteers were losing volunteers, yep. so you you were not alone. Um, what's involved with being a volunteer? What what is a what makes it so rewarding? What do you do? Well, first of all, I have to say we train people really well. Good, and we also have a member of staff that is always alongside the volunteer, always. They're never alone because it is hard, right? There's hard things happen to these children, and you have to be prepared for that. And we always support people. It's rewarding because you know you're making a long-term difference in the life of that child. The judges find with CASA 97.3% of the time on their findings for best interests of the child. So where these kids are going to live? You know, where they're going to go to school? Can they have, you know, grandma visits? You know, can they see their siblings if they're split from their siblings? Our advocates can take children to do that as well. They go to school graduations. At a kindergarten little boy that had nobody show up at his graduation other than his CASA advocate. And then he feels like all the other kids and he's special too. Yeah. So it's the big things like speaking in front of the judge and making a long range difference in the life of that child. But it's all those the small things, going to a soccer game. You know, a football game is probably a better option, right, for, for the US, but <laughs> you know, and just showing up for them and they knowing that they can reach their advocate at any time. We had a young lady who has been on, known as CWAP children, children without placement. And a lot of times these children run. The only person she reaches out to is her CASA advocate. Is that right? It's the only one she stays in touch with so we know she's safe. That's very cool. So, so uh, it's very rewarding. We're going to keep talking about it too, but as folks listen, if they want to become involved, if they want to learn more, 
I think one of the things, and stress it again if you don't mind, is you're not doing this alone. No. You are. No. And CASA website, so it's casa-satx.org. Sign up for an information session. It's no, there's no risk in that to you, but learn more that way. And our recruitment and training team who are amazing. In fact, my VP of recruitment and training happens to be in Guardians of the Children. Is that and right? her name is Mermaid. So she doesn't have a last name when she's in Guardians of the That's Children right. either. When she works for me, she does. But it's a great link. And, you know, if everybody did something to help serve children in this way, the world would shift. And this partnership yep. that we have is we phenomenal. Actually, we're, that's what we want to do. We, we're both foolish enough to believe that, that we can actually <laughs> stop child abuse, that we can actually help, be, help so many people that the, it becomes, it's not a problem anymore. That's not that's foolish, that's aspirational that's right. and prayerful. We're going to go get it. We're going to go take care yeah. of these kids and stop this, this We think God is on our side. I'm convinced. So we Absolutely. can channel that all day long. Yep. So Angie uh, White, CEO, we're going to keep talking to both mm -hmm. of you, but uh, uh, CEO and President, Child Advocate San Antonio, one more time on the website. CASA, so C-A-S-A-S-A-T-X dot org, and have a look at volunteerism and sign up for an information session. Yeah, when's the next, is it? Is They're it, weekly. Uh, the weekly, yeah, okay, they're good. every week, so no, lots of opportunities. We do training classes monthly. The training class is... 33 hours over about four weeks. Then you get sworn in by the judge. Now they come on, they swear you in, you are then legally you know, appointed by the court to serve children. And I think a lot of our advocates really appreciate that because they're not just taking them out for dinner or anything. It really is a voice in the future of a child. So. And so how did you get hooked up with these, these folks? Letty. I'll let you. So, uh, do you do you want to describe? Uh, well, my VP of recruitment and training, as I right. said, is uh, guardians from Guardians of the Children, and guardians were getting set up. I met Tex, and once you hear Tex, you can't say no to him. <laughs> right? People say that about me. Tex, I think, has you know, I'm a little jealous of his public speaking. So, so he we connected thanks to Leticia. Lady Hernandez, and then I did not you, know that was her name. You have no, our, I thought it was my name. <laughs> you have our um, address now. So yep. when looking for grants, we partner in that way too. And you've been at some of the events we've had. We've been at yours. They do an amazing event on the Sunday night that you actually need to hear about as well. The lighting of the candles, which is right. That's devastating. So we do a lot of uh, what are the the mission no. of the gardens of the children. Oh, Thank sorry. you. No, that's perfect. Yeah, I want to know. Tell people what the mission is. Your history and. Sure. Okay. Bit. Again, like I said, we started in 2006, and the mission uh, is the Guardians of the Children is to, is to recognize and react child abuse and then do something about it, and then teach the public to do the same. So what we've seen as a problem is many people don't know what child abuse looks like, or they see something that they think it is, but they're afraid to do anything about it mm -hmm. because they don't know what to do. And so we are, not only do we help the kids and we get involved with the family, we'll talk about, about that, what that looks like. But we are very focused on educating the public and helping them understand that, that it's very easy to report. It's, there's no risk to you. You can call 911 if you see something. You can, you can, there's, there's, a, there's other hotlines you can call. There's, there's so many things that you can do. We even have a, a, a published card that has the eight mm -hmm. steps that you can take care of. If you see something, take a picture of it. Take a picture of the car. If you, can, if you see the license plate, then just call the police. And if you're wrong, well, then, okay, so maybe that parent get a little aggravated, or maybe they'd be thankful. Hey, somebody cares enough about my, my kid that they were concerned, and so they called. 
or if they're, you know, they're not going to get in trouble if they're not doing anything bad. But what if you're right? Mm-hmm. What if you're, what if you're right? What if you think you see child abuse and you do nothing and, but you were right. That means that kid's going to continue to be abused because abuse doesn't stop. It, it, they, it's rare. That's one time. It's a uh, matter of fact, during COVID when the parents were home and the kids were home all the time, it went way up and it, and it got worse. And, and even this year we had, and then 2022, we had more deaths than ever before, than uh, as far as I, I know. know that. Yeah, there's 19 in Bear County. Wow. That was up six from prior year as well. Is that yeah. right? Wow. So it's a significant jump. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and of course the deaths don't result from the first time somebody abused a kid. It's typically from re- re- you know, repeated abuse. And so we just have this delusion that, you know, if we, if we get out there and we tell everybody about it, that we can actually stop it. We can actually get, in, get involved early, get the kid out of the, out of the, the, the trap that they're in. And then uh, that's where, you know, when we have the opportunity to be a part of those kids, what, uh, what we do, um, when a child has an outcry, we call it an outcry when they reach out to an adult or somebody that can do something about it, they report it to the police. At that point, we are able to adopt the child. We call it an adoption. We bring them into our family or, or we jump into their family, um, whatever family is allowed to be with them. And then we just love them. We have... Uh, we have an Easter event coming up. We have all kinds of events. We have six regular events, uh, you know, end of school, back to school, summer, winter, Christmas, Easter, anything we can come up with. We just have a lot of events where we get all the kids together. So when you go to, well, you don't get, uh, only only us that we've been, uh, our background has been checked. We've, we've been trained. We know how to work with kids. We have, matter of fact, CASA has trained, come and trained us numerous times. Um, so we are very prepared to interact with these kids what we do uniquely is we also have our own children uh, mixed in with all of them so they're all kind of mixed in together just being kids just being kids um, and we want to know that we, we, we have safe places uh, when we have events it's only us that are there so we're not interacting with anybody else in the public um, but we we just want them to be kids we want them to have the life that was stolen from them we, we, we want to work to get it back and Taz how did you I know uh, she talked about how the relationship was formed. Tell me what you do when you're working with CASA uh, as because that was kind of a uh, that's how I was kind of one of the first eye opening stories where you were like, oh, my goodness, that's great. So tell tell us. Well, because you were kind of going as advocates, you were providing uh, strength to these uh, the children a little bit through your presence. Right. So, go ahead. As I say, let's talk about. So, the difference between us is right. that guardians of the children serve very much on the criminal cases. So, if okay. the perpetrator is going to court on the criminal charges of, the, of abuse, CASA serve on the civil side. Okay. So we can actually go to court, which we—that's one of our. Yeah, one of the things we the try kids. to do is when we get involved with a child, we want to give them the strength and the courage, right, to testify against the the, the perpetrator. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but the defense attorneys do on purpose is they subpoena the entire family. So then when the child's in court, they're there by themselves with no support whatsoever. Mm. Uh, other than, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a trick that they use uh, to try to scare the kid, which if that doesn't make you a little, little bit yeah. upset, I don't know yeah. what to say. Uh, in any case, well, we can go. They can't subpoena all of us. So I know the last case that I went to, I think two weeks ago, oh, wow. there was 18 of us. Um, and then I, I know we had two last week and we've got two coming up next week. 
But we go to court. There's fifty, little over sixty of us, and uh, plus supporters and everybody else. So, so we make sure that room is noticeably uh, there's little little extra leather in the in the mm-hmm. courtroom. Well, that's funny. I was going to say that because we're on radio, right? So these <laughs> yeah, guys come in on Harleys. And yeah. they're all leathered up and everything. The first time I met with you all, I came on the back of a Harley with yeah, Bogey. Right. That was my Bogey that friends. So they were all like, who's this chickster getting off Bogey's bike? Because <laughs> I know Donna, his wife, so they were all good. Um, but, yeah, so you get, like, you know, big hairy bikers going in there with the leather jackets. And they come on the big Harleys. And the kids love it. I bet. And we did the opening of our playground at Casa. Yep. And, and guardians came. And it, Made a, just an amazing I, uh, thing. Uh, Mr. Kavner was a little, was right. a little wondering why we yeah, were there. Who were all, all these bikers coming in? I said, this is a biker group called Guardians of the Children. <laughs> and now he loves us. He does. Oh, good. <laughs> the other thing they do, though, which I love, is you tell them about the teddy bears. Yeah. Uh, so we, well, our mascot is, a, is, a, is a, a, a bear, a teddy bear. And so um, every child, what ha- what's really unique is we give a teddy bear to a, a member who has shown that they're, they're getting ready or they're, they're look, heading towards getting patched. Because to be a patched member, uh, it, takes about, it takes at least a year. So you have to be with us for at least a year. We're watching okay. you, making sure that you are fit to be a member. Because we're, we're very strict. We're working with kids. So we have to make sure that you have the temperament, that you have the, the discipline, that you have the, the commitment to be a guardian of the children. Um, and you also have to have a motorcycle if you want to have a patch. But uh, anyway, so if you have a motorcycle <laughs> and you're interested, just give us a call. Uh, in any case, um, so we give that teddy bear to a, a member. They take that teddy bear everywhere with them, literally to work, oh, to, wow. to the store, to mm-hmm. wherever they go, they have to take the teddy bear with them at all times. And that also creates an opportunity for people to go like, well, why, why do you, you, why, you have a, you're on a motorcycle and you have a teddy bear. What's that about? And so we can explain what we do. We tell them about the guardians of the children. In any case, their first adoption, that's when you hand the bear over to the child. And so uh, we fill the teddy bear up with love. There, there's a, there's a, a, a ritual that we do, and we fill that teddy bear up with love and give it to that child. And that child knows that when they have that teddy bear with them, that they have us with them. And they have our love and they have our protection. Um, the last uh, time I saw a child on the uh, as a, as a witness at, on the witness seat, she had her teddy bear with her, hey. sitting right next to the microphone. Very so cool. She was always looking at it the whole time. I love that. That lady brought hers to work. So <laughs> yeah, she has to. Yeah, she has. Yeah, to. she doesn't have a choice. I will <laughs> say, you know, everybody in the state of Texas is a legal and mandated reporter now for That's child right. abuse. Everybody, this is it's not just limited. It means that if you do see something, you ought to legally be saying something. Well, let's let's shift back in a second. Let me tell folks who we're listening to. You're listening to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick. Our guest today, Angie White, CEO and President of Child Advocates San Antonio, and Taz. We're we're going to get him a last name before the show is over. Taz, (laughs) uh, callers are going to call in and get you a last name. Taz doesn't want a last name. (laughs) Guardians of the Children. He's the chaplain and the vice president. Yeah, I, I'm no, s- not vice president. Oh, why? Oh, okay. Just, just, just chaplain. Just chaplain. Okay, and um, no I'm last a road name. Guard and, too, and you, but that's a that long was my story. fault. Sorry, Mel. You're what now? I said I'm a road guard too, but that's uh, oh, okay. So road guard is where I, you know, I, I'm willing to ride my bike between my brothers and other vehicles. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll stop. So if you pull out, if you head for my people, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this that's because he's got God on his side because he's a chaplain. Yeah, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Let's, uh, Taz, if folks want more information on, on what you do, I know there's a website, plus we'll get into it, but they can also find these uh, eight things that you talked about, right? Sure. Uh, our website is gocsatx.com or .org, either one. Both of them go to it. Okay. Um, but it's Guardians of the Children, San Antonio, Texas. You can also see us on Facebook, Guardians of Children, San Antonio. And that Facebook is real helpful. It's got a lot of stuff there. Uh, if you just want to donate, that has a donate button as well. Um, the uh, it, but there is a, on the on the website there is information on how you can what you can do if you see child abuse. You you can call us, but what we're going to tell you is call the police. Okay. So you can call nine one one. You can uh, you can take photos or videos. You can report uh, report the Texas Abuse Hotline, um, which is eight hundred two five two five four zero zero. 911 is easier to remember. Uh, just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. No, it's right. Um, there's also TexasAbuseHotline.org. Uh, and you can call ChildSafe. So there's there's a lot of things that you can do. If you're not sure, just call. And if, some, if someone tells you, if you talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about, and they they tell you, okay, thank you so much, let them handle it. Just It's better to report it, but some, let a professional figure out. It's not your job to figure out if it happened. Don't go and don't become an investigator and go knock on, you know, you know, knock on door and become, you know, Dick Tracy, if anybody even knows who he is anymore. Um, <laughs> but just it just call 911 and then let them figure it out. The professionals will figure out whether it's actually happening or not. And we got to trust them to do their job. But you got to tell them. And we're going to use that as a segue. Angie, talk a little bit about the event on the 31st. Uh, and um, then uh, we'll talk about April and other activities that are happening in April as well. For it's, so There's a, a lot going on in the city in April. Um, but March 31st, 10 a.m. at the courthouse, the historic courthouse, bring flowers, bring a wreath, come and listen to people speak about child abuse prevention. I do need to say then thank you, Chaplain, because I've got really in trouble with my mission advancement people. We also have a Facebook and a LinkedIn account and a Twitter and it's all under Chad Advocate San Antonio or CASA. You, you'll find us easily. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, and all the phone calls, if you reach out to CASA, we'll advise you the same way. If you reach out to Guardians, we'll advise you the same way. But we have to say something about it. And that's now, what I was going to ask is, so uh, I, I know that there are people that are listening to this show that are that know someone who is, I mean, either they're very suspicious that someone, a child is being abused, or they just know it, but they're not calling. So I want to kind of, you, you, Taz, you kind of reached out and said something. Guys, how do you, let's let's try to get them. Well, well even, even when you call in, you don't have to give your name. I okay, mean, I mean, cool. They, they'll try to get it from you, but if you just, if you just don't want to do it, do it, then don't do it. Don't give them your name if you don't want to. I would like you to, and I'd like you to trust the authorities that they're going to do the right thing. But I would rather you call and not leave your name if that if you're just not going to don't just don't don't call if that's okay if I guess can I do it use a double negative can, am I allowed to do that well, not on radio my, yes my, you're not yeah. you can use a double negative on our station yes <laughs> <laughs> not not if you're really English but we'll, okay we'll, okay we'll, well I'm definitely that. not so. <laughs> but I have to I tell don't you hardly speak English at all uh, you hardly <laughs> speak English I have to oh, tell nice, you a nice, quick nice story job. though because these are the things that happen right so. This week we had an adoption go through of a little girl um, and because somebody reported what was going on, she's alive today. And there is no doubt because she was in intensive care in the hospital for quite mm. some time. 
And there is no doubt that little one is alive today because somebody did something. And so that's, yeah, it's, it's life and death. It, it, there's no understating of this. There's no, it, we have to realize we had 13 children die that were so connected with DFPS last year, CPS, DFPS last year, and 19 this year. We, yeah, it's that's, got to shift. So any of those said, 19 could have been stopped with one phone call. Right? And what right? you said was true about, you know, it's just sometimes just get on the phone and, and do it. And if you're wrong, so be it. Yeah. I it mean, really won't hurt them. I mean, it, it might aggravate them, but it won't hurt them. It's right. not going to stick to them. It's not going to. And this seems like it's a. I mean, a case the kids more important. Yeah, it's better to err on the side of being wrong than if you were right. Yeah. Correct. Well, we you did mention, or we do have an event on April second. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So April, April, all of April, as as um, as we talked about earlier, all of April is Child Abuse Awareness Month. And so we have a lot of extra events. One of the events we started a couple of years back, and it's turned into kind of a big deal, is a candlelight ceremony. It's on April 2nd. Okay. Um, here's the, 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 the good news is it happens regularly. The bad news is I don't, know the, I don't know all the details, but it will be on our website. It will be on our Facebook page. So it is going to be downtown. Island um, Park, 6 p.m. Oh, then she knows. There mm-hmm. you go. Thank you. Good get, there, get there a little early before it goes dark because you, you're going to want to find your spot and bring tissues. Oh, it's, man. It's, uh, and this year is going to be even more special than last year. So we're, 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 um, mm. it's, a, it's a memorial. It's a ceremony that is, is hard to forget, um, and it's really important. Uh, it's, it honors the kids that, have been, that, that, were, that were murdered, uh, and it reminds us of our mission, of what, what we can do to, to make a difference in, in our community. All right, guys, we, we have about a minute left, so I'm going to give the websites again uh, for CASA. Uh, it's CASA, C-A-S-A-S-A-T-X.org, uh, and uh, you'll find out the information about volunteers. And again, on that one, it's probably best, if, if that intrigues them at all, just call and ask. Don't yeah. think about it. Just call and do it. And then for Guardians of the Children, the TAS is a part of, it's G-O-C-S-A-T-X dot com, and you'll find the information here as well. We're going to revisit again sometime because, Great. yeah, um, so many questions and so many things, and and uh, y'all brought out some good points. Um, so I'm going to say goodbye. Uh, if you didn't get Thank that information, I'm Milton Glick. If you want that website again or you want to get in touch with them uh, and you're maybe driving and you heard this, you call me here at the station, and I will get you that information and get you in touch with the right folks. Thank you very, very Thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Milt. Guest today, Angie White, who is the, with uh, the president and CEO of Child Advocate San Antonio, and Taz with Guardians of the Children. He is the chaplain. I encourage you, because this is radio, to look it up and see what they do online <laughs> as well. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. You join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.